You are listening to the IoT for All Media Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IoT for All podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Chacon, and on today's episode, we have Eric Brenneis, the Internet of Things director at Vodafone Business. Eric leads the uh, Internet of Things business over there at Vodafone, where he's responsible for its growth, business strategy, and products, and performance at a global level, including Vodafone Automotive. Uh, for those of you who may be unfamiliar more with the Vodafone business side of things, they is a part of the overall Vodafone group. Um, they are helping businesses of every size embrace positive change through digital communication technologies. Um, and we talk a lot about about a lot of fascinating things today. We talk a lot about the IoT trends for 2022 and beyond, the impact IoT is having on society, all the way from mobility to sustainability, and what are the biggest challenges being faced right now in the IoT space. So a lot of good conversation, a ton of value in this episode, so I really hope you enjoy it. But before we get into this episode, if any of you out there are looking to enter the fast-growing and profitable IoT market, but don't know where to start, check out our sponsor, Leverage. Leverage's IoT solutions development platform provides everything you need to create turnkey IoT products that you can white label and resell under your own brand. To learn more, go to iotchangeseverything.com. That's iotchangeseverything.com. And without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the IoT for All podcast. Welcome, Eric, to the IoT for All podcast. Thanks for being here this week. Thanks a lot, Ryan. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking forward to this conversation. I'd love it if you could just kick off the the chat with just some background information about yourself, anything you think will be relevant or interesting for our audience to get a sense of who are listening to. Thanks, Ryan. Um, I'm Eric. Uh, I lead Vodafone's IoT business, Internet of Things. I've been doing that for quite a while um, uh, with a short interruption um, when I led another part of um, Vodafone. So I joined Vodafone in 2009 and I've personally worked in the Internet of Things industry for uh, longer than the name exists. So back when I joined about 20 years ago, it was called M2M, machine to machine. And um, I did a few other jobs in um, in Siemens and some other companies okay. in the IoT space. Fantastic. And when we're talking about Vodafone, it's obviously a very well-known company. Talk about how you all play in the IoT space, kind of what your role is overall and, and what you bring to the market. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as Vodafone, um, it's our mission to actually connect as many devices and, and machines and, uh, and IoT uh, products as possible in the world. Uh, we're currently the global market leader with more than 140 million IoT connections. And um, uh, so we provide IoT connectivity. We also have a solutions business. We're quite strong in automotive, where we have an own company called Vodafone Automotive doing connected car services. And we also provide mobile private networks for production sites, um, harbors, and uh, mm-hmm. and similar places. And when you're bringing these solutions to market, are you all doing this in-house? Is this something you do with a partnership network? Like, how does that work? Yeah, we, um, I mean, Vodafone is present in many countries um, mm-hmm. uh, across Europe, Africa, and the world. So, so we have okay. very strong teams, technical teams, bringing our solutions um, directly to customers. When right. we sell IoT connectivity, meaning when we help our customer connect their device, we, we do that with our own technical people. Uh, with regards to our solutions, we also work with um, integration companies, sometimes um, partners, um, but we have a very strong direct sales force and also technical teams deployed around the world uh, who deliver, deliver our solutions. Fantastic. And um, I love it if you could kind of help bring this all full, full circle for our audience and talk about some use cases or applications of, of Vodafone uh, and, and the IoT solutions that, that you brought to market and kind of worked on. Yeah. 
So let me first start with um, IoT connectivity, where we basically connect almost anything. Um, there we've connected, uh, which was quite important for the world recently, uh, uh, the cold chains um, for vaccinations. Um, that was a pretty good um, thing. We've connected um, dozens of millions of cars. Uh, we connect all kinds of industrial devices and also consumer products such sure. as um, such as e-readers. Then when it comes to solutions, uh, we have actually just recently announced that we're going to bring uh, something to the market called My Farm Web, which is a complete solution for farmers uh, okay. where they can install IoT devices in their fields, which measure um, uh, humidity and other critical factors, and which then give recommendations about how to optimally wow. um, uh, place, uh, you know, put water on the ground yeah. and, and so on. Right. That's amazing. We, um, I, I've had the opportunity to talk to some other companies who have uh, built solutions for or focus on the agricultural space uh, in IoT, and it's a very fascinating space. Um, most of us, we're not farmers. We don't understand much more about except where to buy our food and, and how to consume it. But the way it's made and the way that the you know the crops are prepared, it's it's an incredible process that IoT is a perfect application for. Absolutely. Um, I had this opportunity to talk with John Deere uh, about a year ago, and they were talking about their smart tractor and how that is involved with IoT and able to really enhance the ability to be more accurate with planting crops and, and then yielding more crops at the end of the day. So this is probably right up that alley of, of kind of really helping move the, the agricultural space for farmers a bit further with, with the data they can collect and the precision that they can go about. Um, maintaining their crops absolutely that's that's exactly it so um connected farming machines is one big part of it uh, another big part of iot solutions for farming are sensors you know which measure all right. kinds of things uh, right. also last week at the moment we congress in barcelona we presented at our stand um a smart forest you know where where you mm -hmm. also um can prevent um illegal deforestation and uh, okay. where you can also measure the health of the forest i mean there are so many uh, solutions and then bringing together all the information in a system like my farm web um, just right, brings right. benefit to the farmers and the authorities. Would the um, the forest application would that be able to prevent or monitor when forest fires break out or conditions that could trigger a lot more highly likely for a forest fire to happen? Is that something that maybe you've thought about or implemented? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. So the forest, um, uh, the forest conservation um, system okay. that we built actually puts a very good microphone hidden on a tree. Uh, mm. One application is to prevent illegal deforestation. You know, so sure. so it can recognize when somebody starts acting at night or so. Right, right. Um, you can also measure other critical factors such as um, humidity and, uh, of course, the noise. Um, with the microphones, you can also detect the forest fire faster than um visually so um yeah so so that will help in that respect as well oh great that's fantastic um so i wanted to kind of move a, 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 out of this conversation just a bit and talk about something a bit more high level that um i think would be great to have to get your perspective on as you lead the you know the iot business for vodafone and just understand kind of how you see the market um in IoT currently and where you kind of see it going? Any key trends, things that our audience should really be on the lookout for? Uh, kind of what, what is the current state like and where do you see it kind of uh, evolving to from um, 
a, a growth and a trends perspective. Yeah. So IoT is um, is still a significantly growing market, but it's not a niche market anymore like it was about 10 years ago, right? There are many IoT applications out there and every day we kind of use IoT without sometimes even being aware of it. Now, sure. um, where what is happening at the moment and was, what has also happened through the COVID pandemic is that basically every customer thinks about how can I make my business more digital? How can I connect my um, devices? A lot of um, companies were not able to send their service teams um, to, to um, repair their, their machines um, throughout the world during COVID, which means that they want to make sure they can reach and manage um, machines remotely. And that has actually really driven the market. And at this moment, uh, more and more customers are thinking about IoT uh, not anymore as an innovative technology, but really as an operational asset, which sure. um, needs to work. It will be part of um, critical applications such as autonomous driving or monitoring electric grid networks of a country. And um, that's one big trend we're seeing that IoT is really becoming an operational asset. The other big trend is also that um, IoT is uh, saves a lot of um, CO2 emissions, you know, um, through make it, through saving petrol or or making things more efficient in general. And sustainability is also a, a big driver for IoT at this moment. Absolutely. And uh, you mentioned the pandemic. And one thing that's I've, I've found very interesting is the new use cases and applications of technology that have kind of risen to the top of the priority list for a lot of companies due to the pandemic, whether it's associated with smart buildings, workspaces, the healthcare space in general. Are you seeing any trends around those areas that um, maybe have be, or I guess around those use cases that have become more important of a focus because of the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, healthcare cases, you know, remote mm -hmm. patient monitoring, that has become um, more important. Uh, then also through the pandemic and the um, uh, and the big funds that governments put out there in order to support um, sure. uh, support their economies, uh, that right. actually has a big focus on sustainability. Smart buildings, buildings is a big um, area where where there's a lot of investment. Smart cities as well, also collecting information, um, making smarter traffic flows. So basically, um, healthcare is one. Um, uh, buildings is another one, and um, and smart industry and smart cities is also right. a big trend we're seeing at this moment. Absolutely. And what about from an impact perspective? Are you seeing, and I, I think I already know at least a high level the answer to this, but what is the impact that you're seeing IoT have on society as a whole? Not just within individual companies, but when you start bringing that out into society a bit more, from mobility to sustainability, you've kind of mentioned a little bit about them, but at a high level, what is the impact you're really starting to see IoT have now that it maybe didn't have before? Yeah, um, the impact uh, that IoT had. So initially, let, let me let me start with initially. Initially, sure. what IoT was basically more a technology to make certain things more efficient, right? So you would put um, uh, an IoT connection into an electricity meter. Then yeah. you didn't need to send somebody there to read the meter. You could read right. the meter automatically or into right. a vending machine. And then you would only have to drive there if um, the vending machine needs to be filled out, filled up and uh, and you avoid unnecessary rides. So it was really for efficiency initially. Now, recently, 
um, uh, IoT has more and more become um, innovation for, for product companies where they come to completely new business models uh, thanks to IoT. So, for example, makers of um, uh, machines, consumer machines, cleaning machines or something, uh, they go to new business models such as pay per rent. Um, and, uh, and in general, uh, in general, IoT actually helps uh, you know makes yeah helps this has, uh, helps uh, save co2 emissions right. okay. in buildings and uh, and in medical uh, we also see all these new applications with remote patient monitoring for example so it's really across the whole board um, but the big aspect is that innovation uh, new products have become more important um, compared to the previous times where, where it was most about efficiency yeah, absolutely. You know, that makes a ton of sense. And and when you're um, interacting with customers and and talking with companies and maybe just generally looking at the market, what challenges are you seeing companies have when it comes to IoT? Whether it's you can pick kind of any stage of the deployment process uh, or their IoT journey, if if you will. But are there any either stages that have more challenges or any challenges that maybe stand out to you more that are more prevalent now than maybe they were in the past? Yeah. One big thing, of course, is um, that an IoT uh, system needs to be really secure because um, sure. they, it mostly supports critical systems, energy, traffic, and so on. But interestingly, we do a survey every year um, with key customers, the biggest survey in the market, and we ask customers what is important for them um, on IoT. And uh, the feedback was that, yes, security is super important, but it's actually pretty well under control. The biggest issue is actually that um, if you introduce IoT um, as a company, you completely need to change your own processes as well as the company actually moves from a product company to kind of a service company. Again, sure. let me make the example of somebody who sells consumer devices, um, mm. uh, uh, consumer machines. Uh, previously, that was a product business. You know, you sell the machine, and um, and then maybe you have to deal with repairs at one day, but maybe not. And now it's permanently connected. So you find out how your customers use it. You can use that in order to develop better machine machines, and you can also be in constant touch with your customer, and right. you get a lot of data. So, but you obviously need to change all the processes in your company uh, to deal with that. Absolutely. And one of the things we've noticed is that the educational component of IoT, not just the technology, but what it can actually do for a business is a pretty big hurdle at times for companies to adopt. How do you work with companies or how do you kind of make them understand that they need to consider IoT more of a, a process oriented solution as opposed to just focusing on the tech, but really adapting the business processes at the same time? How is that usually handled and, and what do you think about that? Yeah. So um, that is that is the most important thing because you know just connecting um, something without then making good use of the data actually doesn't really bring a lot of benefits. So what we do together with partners is um, we explain to customers um, what they can do. We also use examples from other industries or from related industries about how um, how other companies transform their business model uh, thanks to IoT. Uh, but actually, you know, that's also a positive effect um, of the pandemic. 
most customers nowadays have a pretty good idea about uh, what they want to do digitally with IoT. So I would say we've come to a point where customers do not need to be convinced anymore that mm -hmm. they um, need to connect their devices. Um, right. uh, customers are more thinking about how, you know, how can I make good use of the data beyond mm -hmm. um, the primary use um, for example, efficiency, reading, you sure. know, remote maintenance of a machine. They ask us questions like Vodafone. Um, I put connectivity into my machine so that I can, I can remotely control it. But what more can I do with this data? <laughs> and right. then we can help them connect this data uh, to other applications. And that's when you really get an Internet of Things and not closed systems. Yeah, I think it's important for companies to understand just having access to data they haven't had before is such a powerful thing. And I don't think, I think they maybe at a high level understand that, but until they actually get it, it's more of a, they kind of view it as a nice to have, but once they have it, they're like, well, now what else can I do? I'm sure that, you know, this is even exactly. more powerful than I originally, you know, thought it yeah. could be. And if they really put the effort in and work with a company who understands it, it can be a very impactful thing across all areas of their organization. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up here, I wanted to ask you one last question, and this is kind of just aimed at our audience who's, who's, who's listening and watching and looking for advice on how companies can better understand how IoT or why IoT should be part of their business. And I think a lot of the points we've talked about today kind of hit on that, but just more specifically focus here for a second. What advice do you have for those companies um, to help them understand how IoT and even why IoT should become part of their business if it's something maybe they're considering or haven't even thought about like what why should they be putting this as a priority on their list yeah um well the the advice that we always give to customers um who actually have have not had an iot project yet is to um start with a pilot um you know connect some devices measure it and uh, and actually also define clear criteria mm. from the beginning what they want to achieve and then measure the um, pros uh, measure progress against that um, so that they can really evaluate um, for themselves because before they uh, invest into a very large project what will be the benefits now um, we have also through these surveys which we do um, actually 85 percent of all customers who implement an IoT project say that there are absolutely clear, um, you know, measurable uh, positive impacts on their business. Right. So the, the vast majority has that. Our recommendation, and we also help the customers with that, is to start small, define exactly um, clear criteria against which they evaluate this, and then um, move forward. And if our audience out there wants to learn more, talk further, ask some follow-up questions, what's the best way that that you recommend they engage with you? Well, um, we have, uh, depending on the country, um, we sure. have, of course, um, large sales forces in the Vodafone countries. We also are present in um, in all large economies like such as the US and, and okay. Japan. And um, and on our webpage, um, uh, you can also contact us. So. Very happy to be in touch with um, anybody who wants to um, drive IoT forward. That's what we do. Fantastic. And um, for our audience, uh, another thing to, to kind of mention to them is anything new coming out of Vodafone in the coming 
months that we should keep an eye out for and be on the lookout for for in the, in the IoT space? Yeah, um, I mean we're uh, we're constantly bringing out new um, solutions. Um, mobile private networks is a very exciting space where we're building many new ones of these. And on um, on IoT connectivity, uh, our service is at the moment um, global, and we um, we develop that further. Uh, so that we make it even simpler for anybody to connect um, their devices with um, Vodafone. Fantastic. Well, Eric, this has been a, a great conversation. I truly appreciate your time kind of uh, sharing your, your, your knowledge with our audience, your expertise. Um, your, you know, the company, Vodafone, is obviously, like I mentioned, very well known in, um, in the tech space. And the stuff you're doing in the IoT area is, is fascinating. And I'm very excited to kind of keep an eye on, on everything you have going on. And, and I'm sure our audience is going to get a ton of value out of this episode. So, so thanks again so much for your time. Thanks a lot, Ryan. And have a good day. Thanks for having me. You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on the IoT for All podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Also, if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please drop us a note at ryan at iotforall.com and we'll do everything we can to get them as a future guest. Other than that, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.